why is my text so small all of a sudden? Sorry. <laughs> Apple Notes was like, let me just scale this down for you. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, this is an uh, interesting <laughs> intro for the people. <laughs> ho, 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 everyone, and welcome back to Air Magique. I'm your host, Eric, and with me is my amazing co-host, Niels. Happy holidays, everyone. Today, we'll be talking about the new Christmas highlights at Disneyland Paris. Yes, I love me that new parade. But before we get to all that, I did want to mention that in this month's Patreon, on exclusive show, Niels and I will be chatting all about annual passes and whether or not you should get one. We're going to dive deep into the advantages and disadvantages of owning an annual pass. You can get access to all of that along with all of our fabulous other exclusive episodes on patreon.com slash And it all starts at just two euro and you guys can stick around till the end of the episode for a special preview of that show. So Niels, what's something that has caught your attention at Disneyland Paris these past few weeks? Well, I have a short news item this time. So recently, on the 1st of December, the three-star Disney Sequoia Lodge Hotel reopened in Disneyland Paris. I guess it's all cleaned and touched up (laughs) where it needed. It looks so nice. Uh, While the exterior refurbishment still continues. But restaurants reservations are also back open at Sequoia Lodge and... uh, the hotel has a really cozy bar with that huge fireplace. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's a perfect moment to reopen this hotel for these uh, cold, dark <laughs> bar days. <laughs> <laughs> and just a side note, Disney's Davy Crockett Ranch has been closed temporarily since uh, November the 10th already. And it reopens April 2022. That means that all Disney hotels are back open at the moment, except for the uh, multi-year Disneyland hotel renovation and the re-theme and the Davy Crockett uh, during this uh, winter season. Yeah, and Speaking of closures, It's a Small World is now closed for up to a year and they're going to do an in-depth refurbishment of that as well. They're going to be draining the whole thing, adding new HVAC systems and uh, rumor has it that the building is full of asbestos. So (laughs) that needs to be carefully removed. Although no worries to park goers, the levels are regularly checked cast members and everybody visiting It's a Small World hasn't been (laughs) exposed to anything hazardous there, but it's interesting to see. So if you think about it, since Disneyland Paris was built end of the 80s, early Mm -hmm. 90s, asbestos was still being put into structures because it wards off fire, right? It's super fire resistant. It was a safety thing. And then later on, they discovered, oh, wait, it's super (laughs) unhealthy. Exactly. (laughs) So I wonder what other buildings Disneyland Paris are full of asbestos parts of the Caribbean. I don't know. (laughs) No, that could be the case. No, I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, it's good that they take care of it now. But it's a long time. And personally, I don't really understand why they're closing it just before the busiest season of the year the christmas season i would have thought january would have made much more sense exactly it's kind of strange yeah i agree i also kind of wish we got a nice holiday overlay like they do in disneyland in california i feel like disneyland paris could really use at least one holiday overlay attraction i'd be open to both phantom manor and it's a small world like either one's fine they had it for a couple of years but they're not doing it every year so strange right yeah so with all the little christmas and end of year celebrations of the different countries they add something in this special holiday uh, version of It's a Small World in Disneyland Paris. So I remember that was like Sinterklaas, which is a Dutch December celebration. And there were extra dragons in the Chinese uh, section. So there were 
festive elements in most countries. So that was really nice. But yeah, it's not there this month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to miss it. It's a really nice attraction, especially like after lunch attraction when you just want something slow to digest or, you know, when you're feeling like you need to take a break from all the thrill rides from Riding Space Mountain. <laughs> mm. Yeah, And it's indoors. So yeah. <laughs> when it's rainy, it's perfect. When it's cold, it's perfect. And it's a massive people eater. Like the capacity yeah. is huge. So Fantasyland without that, I think we're going to see wait times go up. Yeah, there were already uh, higher wait times during the week, at least last week yeah, I saw. So yeah. um, really yeah. looking forward to Orbitron opening back up and adding a new attraction for the younger demographic exactly. as well. Yeah, there, yeah, so. so what caught your eye, uh, Eric? Yeah, and other news, Disneyland Paris will be celebrating its 30th anniversary next yes. year. Among new character costumes, the resort will also be decked in exclusive 30th anniversary decor. So we got the gazebo on Main <laughs> Street. It's going to be pimped out. It's getting a gorgeous little roof covering. At least it looks really cool in the concept art they shared. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sparkly and metallic. I'm also looking forward to seeing all the light posts decked out in their 30th anniversary logo. And that logo is really like for me personally, yeah. that's the highlight of the celebration. I think it's so clever how the designer combined the Mickey silhouette with the number 30. If you guys haven't seen yeah. it yet, you can check it out on our Instagram and on our website. Yeah, it looks super yeah. nice. Basically, the ears form the 30. Yes. It's so nicely integrated. Totally. The Fab Five will also star in a brand new 30th anniversary show that will premiere next year. So we got some art release that shows Minnie Mouse, Daisy, Goofy, Pluto, and Donald in all new 30th anniversary outfits and everything looks kind of hollow chromatic it's really gorgeous mm -hmm. lots of plastics as well there's also a bunch of bubbles <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the concept art for the show so i wonder if we're gonna get some nice bubble action mm. and there's also some pyro yeah. just like we've been seeing in a funny snowy winter which has been playing around with pyro so i think the team's gonna be pretty comfortable at this point but implementing it into various productions and it adds value and scares the crap out of people that are not paying close attention to the show because that pyro is loud. Other than that, Mickey's also got a gorgeous new outfit with a top hat and the 30th anniversary logo on that hat. And we've also been seeing some food and snacks yeah. as well as a little bit of merch. Yeah, it's really the first items, the first sneak peeks that we get, I guess. Totally. So there's a new cocktail with a 30th anniversary logo it looks to be red we don't really have a lot of details yet on what no. exactly is pictured but it could be a either an alcoholic or non-alcoholic cocktail i'm sure we'll be seeing it in bars around disneyland paris maybe the hotel bars mm -hmm. as well as a little chocolate mousse mickey yep, ear something cake. like that it yep. looks pretty <laughs> yummy it looks like it has a white chocolate print with the castle as well as the 30th anniversary logo on it. And we also got some new mini ears coming our way that are quite sparkly and feature that purple celebratory color scheme that uh, Disneyland Paris is using for their 30th as well as a Mickey or... Yeah, it's a backpack with ears. I don't know whether it's Minnie or Mickey or both of them, <laughs> so, but it looks pretty cute. Yeah, the ears themselves, I mean, the ears... Yeah, it's fine. It's definitely something that's very feminine. So I wish they would have had something that's more for a uh, man that men yeah. would feel comfortable wearing as well. Um, so, I mean, I'm all for the, the mini ears. I don't mind, but you know, a lot of people <laughs> do. So no, but uh, it looks pretty cool. And I wish yeah. we got a special parade or something, but you know what? I'll take the show. 
I'm pretty excited for the show. At least we yeah. have that. And Illuminations will be back by then as well. Yeah. So it's going to be the good old Disneyland Paris. And the uh, Stars on Parade. Yes, that's true. Stars on Parade. And also Mickey and the Magician. So we <laughs> also are getting some new ice cream that was oh, chosen right. by guests on the annual pass holder social media pages. So yeah. we have strawberry candy flavor with violet sugar bits and mini meringues. Okay, so it looks pretty cute. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to try it out. I hope that there are going to be multiple stands that this stuff (laughs) (laughs) yeah true and not just one single place that's only open on weekends they presented two options and both yep. sounded pretty good. I kind of hope we're both options, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why can't we just get both? <laughs> yeah, I was also thinking that as not everyone likes strawberry, so it's good to have an yeah. alternative. I think I voted for the strawberry one, but uh, the other one also sounded interesting to me. So when I voted, it was like 50-50. Uh, I think it was a close call in the end. I also wonder what they mean by strawberry candy flavor. Like, does that mean it's going to taste like fake strawberries? Like as if it was candy that's yeah maybe like yeah, e- candy extra that's sweet. supposed to taste like <laughs> strawberries but that's in ice cream yeah <laughs> I don't something know. like that yeah it's, it's uh, completely <laughs> artificial probably yeah. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> That's what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but I guess it's really sweet. Yeah. So Christmas at Disneyland Paris, it's a wonderful season. I love, love, love that we have a park that features all four seasons. It's already snowed at yeah, Disneyland some Paris. Light snow. <laughs> Didn't stick, no. sadly, but who knows what's going to happen. We've still got some time for that. Yeah, my personal experience is that the best snow usually is there in February. Mm. So if it's snowing in February, then it's good. <laughs> then okay. it stays for a good while. Good to know. Too bad that the Christmas decorations yeah. will be down by then at least we've got the artificial snow yeah, on that's true and, and on so. the other <laughs> hand it's very nice to have let's say a clean park without any seasonal stuff true. and then have the snow it's uh, an extra layer of magic instead of a layer of magic on top of a layer of magic <laughs> totally <laughs> so totally. Uh, yeah, yeah i like that why don't we start off with the new parade yeah. so mickey's dazzling christmas parade is this year's mm-hmm. that's 2021 yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to this in the future brand new holiday parade at disneyland paris The parade is exclusive to Disneyland Paris and is performed both during the daylight hours as well as at night. It's composed of five enormous floats and numerous performers. It's not often that we get to peek behind the scenes of how these things are made, but Disneyland Paris recently shared an insightful interview with the talented Tiffany, who is a stage designer assistant within the entertainment creative department. We have the full article and video up on our website if you want to check it out. But my main takeaway from the behind the scenes feature was that the selection of the paint for the floats was a real challenge for the team. By carefully combining varnish and colored ink, the floats can look beautiful during the light and dark hours. Mm. Overall, I'm personally in love with the float's design and the characters featured. The parade song, Shine Light, works well enough. It's one of those nice generic parade songs (laughs) that I personally wouldn't listen to in my free time, but also I'm not bothered by it. It works well enough with the parade and everything. Yeah, so it will probably work for most people. Yeah, so that's good. Totally, totally. <laughs> as long as you're not annoyed no. <laughs> when waiting there and hearing that song over and over again. I agree. I don't think it's annoying at all. It's just no. the melody isn't super catchy in my no. opinion. It's just something nice that works. I agree. It's okay, yeah. but it's not special. Like when we first had the Stars on Parade yeah. for the 25th anniversary, that soundtrack had a totally different feel than any other Disney Parade soundtrack. So uh, yeah, now I'm used to it, but 
it really makes an impression, a big impact. And yeah, and this is just, well, indeed generic. Yeah, it's a nice generic soundtrack. <laughs> but it's nice and it adds to the Christmas feel. So uh, in that sense, it's doing its job. What's pretty neat is that each float is accompanied by its own soundtrack overlay, so to say, which adds some nice variation to the overall melody. I think it's yeah. also something that was giving Disneyland Paris tech teams a lot of trouble with the soundtrack dropping mm-hmm. out and the show even being canceled altogether for the first few days. I'm happy to say that when I saw the parade, everything was working flawlessly. There are no sound drops and it was super smooth. There are no show stops either when I was there. Oh, okay. However, just watching the parade go by was really nice. My only critique is that the ground characters are a bit repetitive so by ground characters i mean the ones that walk in between the floats there are a few disney characters that pass by after each and every float but other than that it's a lot of performers dressed in these really gorgeous glowing abstract snowflake costumes Mm -hmm. and the first time i saw them before the first float i was like wow look at that (laughs) and then they came by again after the next float and again and i was like okay great <laughs> i love these guys but what else have you got yeah. <laughs> so. yeah and well basically the same goes for the characters that we get in the parade in every parade we have mickey Minnie, of course we maybe yeah. see donald stitch or yeah. <laughs> maybe there's clarabelle cow so there are a couple of characters that we don't see very often in the parks true but, uh, i would love to see a little bit more diversity in the parade characters and uh, get some specials every season yeah i feel like they've got their internal checklist where it's like yeah. okay we have to have this yeah. we have to have that and when they've got all those characters checked off they're like oh well there's no more room <laughs> no. so yeah <laughs> that's exactly. it <laughs> we always get the yeah. same ones yeah. Yeah, well, I'm sure you guys get what we're saying here. I just love to see more variations in the costume design, as well as what Niels mentioned in the characters, definitely. Now, the floats themselves are a different story. Each one is super unique, and I love, love, love that they brought back the gingerbread Mickeys Mm -hmm. from the previous parade. It's tough to pick a favorite float, but maybe it's the first one that features Mickey on a Polar Express-type situation with a giant Christmas tree and Pinocchio in the back. Or maybe it's the closing float that features Santa Claus as a face character on his sleigh with a beautiful Christmas tree inside of a snow globe. And the tree inside the globe is a small replica of the one we have on Main Street USA. So that's also a really nice nice, uh, connection. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and of course, Tinkerbell sits in the rear of that float and she closes out the parade. So that's a really cute detail. The 20th anniversary parade also had Tinkerbell on the last float really yeah. on the back so yeah <laughs> they repeated uh, that uh, <laughs> that nice touch yeah uh, it's just nice because yeah. she's waving at everybody and people also like to march yeah. behind the parade and follow it a little bit so she's interacting with everyone it's yeah. pretty fun and tinkerbell is let's say the disney parks or at least the disneyland paris icon as she's in yeah. a logo or she used to be in a logo i'm not sure if she's still there but for a lot of disney parks communications they use tinkerbell so uh, that's true to me it makes sense that she <laughs> is there there's also two show stops so there's one on central plaza and another on town square yep. that's main street usa the floats and characters stop walking for a bit and perform an extended dance which is yeah it's cute We didn't get to check that out on our last visit, as I previously mentioned, but I saw some videos of the stops and I mean, it's entertaining enough. Plus in the evening, Santa performs a little tree lighting ceremony with the pyro wands. Uh, Yeah. So that's pretty neat. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nice that they integrated that uh, tree lighting ceremony yeah. into the parade. As usually it was a separate show. Totally. Or sometimes it was even performed like twice, maybe yeah. three times yeah. a night. Yeah. Be sure to uh, <laughs> be there in time. 
<laughs> grab your spot to watch the parade and see this uh, tree uh, lighting ceremony. Yeah, totally. I mean, I don't want to oversell the power wand. It's literally just like a swish and a <laughs> spark that comes out. But it's cool. Like it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I enjoyed it. It's a nice uh, effect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Overall, it's a really fun parade with some fantastic lighting and gorgeous design. It definitely looks as good during the daytime as it does at night. Um, I personally prefer the nighttime version a little bit since it's been a really long time since we've had a nighttime parade yeah. at Disneyland Paris. We're not used to it. <laughs> We're not used to it. Yeah. No, no. To see all those nice little lights and even the costumes are all lit up. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they really did a, a good job there. Yeah, so for European park goers that maybe don't visit the international parks too often, I would recommend checking it out at night just because you're going to be served something that's pretty unusual for Disneyland Paris. Yep. So Niels, do you have a favorite float or a character that appears in the parade? Ooh, oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I love the gingerbread cookies yes! <laughs> you just mentioned. They're so cool. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, well, I'm not completely sure. I just love to have Mickey here as the first character that you see. Huh? He's on top of this steam train locomotive floats and uh, really opening the parade in his nice new outfit with a stylish hat. So, yeah, yeah, that's really that's cool. That's a highlight. But uh, I'm not sure if I really have a favorite float. Yeah, I mean, they're all really yes. gorgeous. So yeah. it's super hard to pick. <laughs> yeah, and I love the concept of having multiple floats, yeah. each claimed by a set of characters and that they all bring their own Christmas tree uh, on their float. Yeah. And that Christmas tree fits their style. So that's really nice. Yeah, nice concept. And they're totally different. So the princess float and the princess tree looks completely different than the one that is on Mickey's float. That's right, so, yeah. Um, yeah, nice way to uh, present a Christmas parade. Totally. This year, decorations are back and the parks are looking more jolly than ever. I'm happy to see the past favorites return, like the advent calendar in front of the castle, as well as the synchronized Christmas garlands on Main Street. The decorations are in excellent shape, especially in Disneyland Park. Main Street is covered in lovely figures of the Fab Five, as well as a bunch of uh, <laughs> really nice Erica plants. So for those of you who don't know, Disneyland Paris' horticulture team loves using them during the colder months. They're often dyed to various colors. However, if you've been to the park during the colder months and have seen, you know, colorful flower beds, chances are those are Erica's. They're known as Heath and Heather, depending on where they're from. I'd love to see Christmas expand to all areas of the parks. Yeah. Like some fun Caribbean-inspired decor near parts of the Caribbean and some steampunk decorations in Discoveryland. I think the creative team could come up with some really cool holiday decorations for these areas. Yeah. If you take Studio One and Walt Disney Studios Park, for example, they did a really fabulous job of harnessing that glamour, kitsch aesthetic, Christmas energy. Absolutely. So it fits yeah. really well to that particular space. Or, yeah, I mean, of course, Place de Remy in front of Ratatouille the Adventure. Also, really great integration of decoration into that themed area. Yeah, that's more cozy yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, than the glamorous uh, Studio One. But it's really nice if they would integrate more Christmas decorations. Same goes for Halloween, actually, into the lens, yeah. fitting the overall decor of the area. Yeah, It's something that I also miss as it's extremely focused on Main Street USA. It is. Yeah. Of course, I understand why. I mean, that's where everybody enters the parks and exits the parks. Yeah. And it's where you want to take all your pictures. 
Yeah, lots of opportunities here to play around with. I think the Jingle Cruise in the United States is a really nice example of how you can yeah. tropify Christmas decorations. I think that would also work really well in Adventureland. It's a good example. Yeah. So speaking of expanding Christmas decorations, you can now book a decorated Disney hotel room at the Newport Bay Club and Hotel New York. Per request, Disneyland Paris will decorate your room with Christmas garlands and a decked out tree. There's an additional charge, of course. <laughs> so it's 245 euro for guests staying at Disney's Newport Bay Club and 300 euro for guests staying at Disney's Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel. That's an expensive uh, Christmas yeah. tree. <laughs> I mean, it's a one-off cost, so you'll only be you know, charged once per stay. However, yeah, like Niels mentioned, it's a lot. So if you're coming by car, you <laughs> might as well just you know bring your own little <laughs> tree and save some money. It's nice if you stay there for, let's say, a full week during the Christmas yeah. season. But if it's just a weekend, then uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for one or two nights, it's uh, maybe a bit too much, in my opinion. They are not clear in the wording here, but apparently you do get some sort of Christmas gifts from them as well. So you're not uh, only paying okay. from the tree. No. However, okay. I don't know exactly what you're getting. I'm guessing you're probably going to get some kind of Mickey plush or something. Don't know what else is included there so yeah it's 300 euro it's <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot yeah <laughs> okay so i have a quick random story for my last visit first of all there is a war going on at disneyland paris <laughs> it's the fight between the custodial cast members and various birds who love to eat the trash that people drop on the floor <laughs> french fries popcorn and really anything else that's edible there was an insane amount of European starlings, wood pigeons, and seagulls at the parks on my last visit. And I'm an animal lover, so seeing the Disney ducks and all of the previously mentioned animals fly and roam around the parks is a big highlight for me personally. <laughs> I remember we were snacking on some crepes and we picked up at Les Vergoumont, those little stands that are in front of Ratatouille. And I got a savory duck breast yeah. uh, cheese and rucola crepe. And my husband, he had a classic sweet Nutella crepe. And honestly, my crepe. <laughs> I can't really recommend it. It was a little bit dry, but my husband's Nutella it crepe. It was crepe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, that was the excellent one. <laughs> oh, and side note, you can use your annual pass discounts at yeah. these booths, by the way, which is surprising. Yeah, that's really surprising, <laughs> but it's a nice uh, thing to have. Yeah. And more on that on our Patreon exclusive show. <laughs> anyway, we were munching on our crepes and they mm -hmm. had these stand only tables set up around that area, which is pretty nice. And this little girl walks by holding this big bag of French fries. And the parents are paying zero attention to her. And she's just, you know, slowly dumping the fries on the ground as they walk past us, <laughs> creating this Hansel and Gretel style breadcrumb trail. Yeah, Disneyland Paris fries all the way down the walkway. And you better believe the birds were oh. on those in no time. However, right as one of the first starlings grabbed a French fry, a custodial cast member was on that trail like a Karen to a manager. So they cleaned up that mess in no time. You could see the birds giving him the evil eye like, you may have won this round. <laughs> nice. So I thought that was pretty fun. So yeah, surprising amount of wildlife yeah. at Disneyland Paris. Really fun. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so talking about these French fries on the floor is making me really hungry, Niels. <laughs> what, <laughs> what kind of Christmas food offerings we got yeah, this year? Let's talk some more about um, food and beverages. <laughs> so I uh, sorted out all the special Christmas offerings that they have. I wasn't able to try them all myself, but um, at least some. It's like <laughs> Mission Impossible to find all of these, it honestly. 
Exactly. They yeah. make it so yeah. hard. Yeah. So food is still a bit problematic in Disneyland Paris. Closed restaurants and food carts or sold yeah. out seasonal snacks. It's still really an issue. But well, for this Christmas season, there is quite a nice seasonal offering if you can find it. <laughs> so let's uh, go through that. So there's a special burger and a Christmas gift cake available at the uh, Café Hyperion and uh, Anculis in uh, Studio One. There's also a really cute uh, Christmas uh, beignet with a Mickey mini and some Christmas decoration sprint on it. I would love to uh, try that, but uh, that card was uh, closed. Oh, no. <laughs> but with the same print, there are also gingerbread uh, trees offered. And uh, I've had those uh, trees and they come by two. They're small, but they were delicious. Oh, nice. Spongy, tasty and topped with a, well, a white chocolate with that cute Mickey Mini Christmas print on it. Yeah, so I got it from one of the food carts on uh, Central Plaza in front of the, the castle. So uh, yeah, be sure to uh, try to get that one. As it was really surprisingly good and just four euros for 30, something like that. So uh, nice. reasonable price. Other food carts and the kiosks offer a Mickey marshmallow lollipop, a salted pretzel with bacon and cheese. There's also pumpkin and chestnut soup. I'm not sure if that's uh, <laughs> really good, but oh, no. <laughs> it didn't look nice, at least. The taste might be fabulous. It reminds me of that soup that you guys had at Crockett's Tavern. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Halloween soup, the pumpkin cream soup or something like that. Yeah, yeah they had some leftovers, so now they just added some chestnuts to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and then there's more. There's also a chestnut and mushroom soup. <laughs> yeah, And that's complemented with uh, laughing uh, cow cheese, as uh, they have a... Uh, partnership with that company with all the baby bell cheese but uh, yeah so the cheese is also in the chestnut and mushroom soup uh -huh. then we have rudolph's kulov i guess that's how you pronounce it <laughs> it's like a little tart it looks uh, really cute and of course the standard but good triple chocolate and white chocolate raspberry cookies that you can well get every season <laughs> with different sprinkles on them so now there are uh, some uh, christmas ribbons and trees on the cookies but uh, well it's the standard american cookies but uh, well they're pretty good so you can't go wrong with those i had those from the cable car bake shop but there are more carts and kiosks that are selling those cookies Lastly, there's also a vanilla and chocolate Christmas muffin available from some of the food carts. Also a standard offering, but now with Christmas shaped toppings. Over to the uh, buffet restaurant, which have a couple of Christmas season specials as well. So there's a festive savory pie stuffed turkey with uh, chestnuts again. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they bought a lot of chestnuts. Gotta get rid of them chestnuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's an uh, einkorn stir fry. So uh, those meals can be found in some of the buffet restaurants as an offering. As a dessert, they offer candy cane yule log, Christmas tree blubu. <laughs> I guess that's how you pronounce it, but you write it like bulb. <laughs> that looks nice. And uh, they're also really nice Christmas mini treats, which basically are small Christmas chocolates, I think. But uh, they look really cute with Christmas trees and Christmas decorations, Santa Claus and so on. So, nice. Yeah, it's at least looking nice when you walk by uh, <laughs> those buffets to give you the Christmas feel. Yeah. For the lounges, the executive breakfast lounges in some of the hotels there are two christmas specials as well so there's a giant panettone and a nicely themed christmas shortbread treat but that's not all as the table service restaurants also have some specials of course annette's in disney village offers a special burger it's savory burger and also a surf and turf burger so that's fish and meat combined in one burger and they have a festive milkshake as well oh and that's cool their milkshakes 
used to be really good. So yeah, this uh, one, I think it's just a vanilla milkshake with some additional stuff, but uh, at least it looks nice uh, with some Christmas uh, decorations on it. And then we have the Lucky Nugget uh, Saloon in Frontierland, which is like quick service, but it's table served. And they have a Christmas menu and it seems that you can also order the items from that menu as uh, well separate items and that might be especially interesting uh, for the uh, dessert which is a Rudolph tartlet and it looks really really cute <laughs> they also uh, have a cute Minnie Mouse uh, Christmas chocolate uh, mousse and enchanted forest tartlets Ooh. in some of the other table service restaurants uh, as a dessert so check the menu of each table served restaurant to see their uh, specific offering but uh, i think most restaurants will have something special for this uh, christmas season that's really nice yeah and it's really well done it's, it's not like hey, the christmas decorations that are just the main street you can really find some christmas everywhere yeah in the hotel restaurants in the parks in disney village from the food carts but also from the bar, so that last category that I have, the beverages. There's an Olaf hot chocolate available. I think we've seen that uh, before in the last couple of years. Uh, and it's available from a lot of bars and some of the restaurants. Same goes for our special beer. It's a Greenbergen Christmas edition. And lastly, yes, I realized it was a really <laughs> long list, but there are two Christmas cocktails as well. <laughs> a green one and a red one. So green is alcoholic, the so-called uh, Holy Jolly cocktail with rum, orange liquor, blue curacao, orange juice, and some pear nectar. The red one is a mocktail, so non-alcoholic. It's uh, cranberry and raspberry nectar, apple juice, and uh, some cinnamon syrup. Both cocktails come with a lit ice cube, which is really neat. We've had the cocktails and uh, we like them, but well, beware that the price of these cocktails is different from bar to bar. So the more stars your hotel has, the more expensive the cocktail like ah! <laughs> Um Some Disney Village bars and restaurants also offer these cocktails like uh, Annette's or the sports bar. So uh, there you can get them a little bit cheaper than from some of the hotels. Good to know. Yeah, If it's not about the ambience, but just about the cocktail, then yeah, <laughs> be sure to check that out. <laughs> As the green one uh, goes from 12.50 till 16 euros and the red one from 9.50 to 12. Wow. So okay. yeah, there's quite a difference. We've had them at the Skyline Bar in Hotel New York and we <laughs> paid the highest amount. <laughs> which, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, which especially for the mocktail, the red one is on the high side in my opinion. It is, um, yeah, non-alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Exactly. But well, the ambience is beautiful and uh, with very stylish uh, Christmas decorations in Hotel New York. Which one did you like better? Oh, uh, well, I just <laughs> nipped a little bit from the alcoholic one that my wife had, but I think that one was a little bit more special than the non-alcoholic one. Okay. I was expecting a little bit more from the cinnamon syrup. It was not extremely fragrant in my opinion, but, or it was maybe just my, yeah, <laughs> my cocktail. <laughs> I'm not completely sure, but I definitely loved it. It was sweet. It was a little bit different than the other mocktails yeah. that they already have on their menu, but uh, yeah, it was not extremely special and for 12 euros, well, not worth it. I was thirsty, so it was uh, gone real quick, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but that's it. It's a nice overall offering that they uh, have for the Christmas season. Yeah. Since we stick to a lot of quick service on our visits, I'm, I had a pretty hard time trying a lot of the Christmas offerings. I mean, as I previously mentioned, we did try some things at Les Vergomans. 
So we tried the vegan mm-hmm. butternut soup, which was good, as well as an absolutely delicious little cake that they were selling in that same hut. And for the life of me, I can't remember what it was called, <laughs> but all this place sells is the soups and the little cakes. So oh, much better than yeah. the crepes. Nice. The trade-off was that the little cake was cold. Oh. Other than that, it was super yummy. So good. two thumbs up. Yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> in general, I think it's kind of tough to locate all of the seasonal snacks mm-hmm. if you really want to try everything i think it's like almost impossible exactly <laughs> you have to be there for a week at least yeah. since certain things aren't open during the week and some things are mm-hmm. only open on weekends and like you mentioned the food courts just randomly close up for some reason yeah sometimes they're sold out it, yeah that's really uh, annoying other times <laughs> they're delayed in the production and the places that sell them are seemingly selected at random so i loved hearing that a lot of the table service restaurants are offering something something yeah. but i would love to see just wider availability around the park like at least each quick service location has one seasonal treat for example that would make me really happy yeah we went to fuente del oro and there was nothing no that's true so, not all fast food restaurants have something special for the season but i think when you go to a table service restaurant yes. or to a buffet then the chance is pretty good that they have something that's true yeah. Yeah. yeah we also tried the new menu at the old mill which i didn't even realize ah. this was news but you had the foresight <laughs> of posting it and it was super yeah. huge news yeah <laughs> i was really yeah. surprised and i actually saw disneyland paris posting on instagram last week about the new menu complementing the old mill totally. theme they yeah. like yeah. oh yeah, yeah this is news <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah they had these fabulous bitterballen i hope i'm saying that right which tastes yeah, bitterballen yeah. yeah oh they're so good They have cheesy ones that are vegetarian Mm -hmm. and they had ones that are filled with meat. I liked both, but personally, I think I even like the vegetarian ones a little bit more. I thought the cheesy aroma was, there's just more there, but both of them are absolutely lovely and they're just finger food. So you don't get a fork or anything. You just eat them with your hands yep. and you can get your ketchup, your mustard, whatever. We had them with ketchup. It was super delicious. And we also tried the pofferties, yep. which are these little pancake-like Dutch <laughs> snacks, which are really nice. They're really one of my favorite things in the world. So I'm so happy you can get them at Disneyland Paris and they're surprisingly delicious. Yeah, that's good to know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if they make them fresh right there honestly i didn't see any pofatius device yeah i don't think they will do that freshly as it's quite a lot of work yeah <laughs> and the lines are already so long so i think they already prepared but i have to say here in holland we can get pofatius from any supermarket already prepared and you can just heat them in the microwave with a little bit of butter mm-hmm. they're still really tasty and a bit spongy so there are ways to serve them without being fresh in a good way yeah, yeah. these are excellent especially if they're just really heated honestly if i wouldn't have seen her take it out of the large mcdonald's style heating machine i wouldn't have noticed that these aren't fresh they're exactly. really really good yeah. okay so definitely two thumbs up there of course the downside is that the mickey waffles have now been well they were eliminated for a few days they've returned now thankfully to main street usa there's a little window there that sells them yep. now however the opening times are limited whatever nobody knows <laughs> <laughs> so it's open on weekends from when somebody's there till when somebody's not there i guess yeah. it's really strange <laughs> and when they are open there's been a super long line every single time yeah. people love their mickey waffles i totally understand i mean it's a very on-brand experience to have uh, i don't understand that there are not more stands that are selling it yeah uh, Uh, yeah. same yeah. since it's so popular you can get popcorn everywhere yeah <laughs> why not mickey waffles oh you have the french grapes yeah. <laughs> the crap grapes <laughs> no. 
No, you have the grapes everywhere, so why not have the Mickey waffle everywhere? As uh, I guess it's not that difficult to just eat them for a couple of seconds. And... Yeah, I don't really understand that, but at least they're available sometimes somewhere. <laughs> it's the best that we can give you guys right now. I'm sorry, it's so vague. Yeah. I think it's the ice cream shop yeah. on Main Street that is uh, selling them right at the moment. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, anyway, food at Disneyland Paris. But I'm happy that the old mill got a nice Dutch menu now. Even if it's a very small, limited menu, I think it's really cool that it's yep. paying homage to the wonderful Dutch cuisine. And I really enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> cuisine is maybe a bit too much, but uh, yeah, it's a typical Dutch in a typical Dutch meal. So that's a nice touch. Just like you have the more Germanic style pieces of meat and the apfelstrudel yeah. uh, in the Pinocchio restaurant. And you used to have the fish and chips in the Toad Hall restaurant. So usually well, the restaurants have a theme and the food well is matching but the old mill didn't have that dutch touch yet but now uh, it has so uh, totally that's nice yeah and it's something new something different uh at least it's not just another cookie yeah exactly <laughs> i think it's really cool that uh, there's some more diversity in there and no french fries which is also really cool so <laughs> yeah. it's something different true <laughs> no burger no french fries shows yeah. yeah we've got some really great shows this season First of all, I was so happy to finally get the chance to see Lion King, Rhythm of the Pride Lands yep. in the new Frontierland Theater. So it's not a Christmas show, no, but that's true. <laughs> at least it's back in the Christmas season. <laughs> Honestly, it was everything that I hoped it would be. My husband and I were fortunate enough to check out the Lion King Broadway production a few years ago. Uh-huh. And while the Broadway version is more extensive, the quality of the show itself is on par. Even though Rhythm of the Pride Lands is much shorter, so it comes in at about 30 minutes you do get some awesome acrobatics that you don't get in the Broadway version. I mean, I was sitting there like, come on, Cirque du Soleil. It's really, really fun. Of course, it's emotional if you're familiar with the motion picture, and it's super aesthetic. Also, it's completely in English, which is excellent for yeah, international park goers. Yeah. Definitely must see when visiting, and several steps above the show quality one usually experiences at a theme park. Yeah. Absolutely agree. Yeah. I also love the new Frontierland Theater. It's great to be able to use it in the winter and the sound system is excellent as well as the gorgeous lighting and just all the stage tech in general is very impressive. My only critique is I wish Disney would stop using bench seating in its theaters. It's yeah. super annoying. <laughs> and I was about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Those small wooden benches. Yeah. It's so yeah. cramped. You can't I lean I want to back. have a comfy theater seat. <laughs> Other people's knees are on your neck. Yeah. yeah, just a nice, comfortable seat is all I want. I'm sure capacity is higher when you yeah. use the bleacher seating, but still, give me the yeah. nice chairs like the ones over at the Studio Theater and Cinemagic Theater. Like, what's yeah. going on? Come on, those are me. still pretty simple, like the basic cinema seats, but uh, yeah. at least they're better and feel a little bit more private. A little bit more private describes it really well because you know you got some kids sitting beside you; they're kicking you in the back. <laughs> you don't want all that mess. No. Now let's lower the bar by a few notches here. This season, we've also got a funny snowy winter over in Walt Disney Studios Park Mm -hmm. that's uh, located in the production courtyard. The short six-minute show features Goofy and Donald trying to figure out what Christmas is all about. The format is classic Disneyland Paris with Goofy's dialogue in French and Donald's in English. 
and the show features a surprising amount of pyrotechnic effects, which <laughs> scared the oh. out of me <laughs> while we were waiting in line for the Tower of Terror, since the queue is located right behind the production courtyard oh, stage. However, yeah. you don't hear any of the music or dialogue, only <laughs> the loud pyrotechnic explosions, which occur on a regular basis without any warning. So <laughs> that scared me more than the drop sequences on the tower itself. <laughs> okay. But seriously, the pyro is really fun when you're watching the show and elevates it a bit. Goofy and Donald stick around for another minute or so after the show for a socially distanced selfie opportunity, which is also kind of cute. Also, a quick shout out to the cute holiday selfie opportunities scattered around the park. So get ready to meet Winnie the Pooh, Stitch, Sandy Claus, aka Jack Skellington, mm -hmm. Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and for the first time ever, I are all in their respective Christmas attire scattered all over the park. So check the Disneyland Paris app for the exact locations and times on those. Our last contender is quote-unquote Let's Sing Christmas over in Videopolis in Disneyland Park. It's a cute 15-minute sing-along show that features a full choir of Christmas carolers, a few singers, the Fab Five, and yeah, not much else. <laughs> <laughs> it's a simple festive show that I wouldn't recommend anybody go out of their way for. All the performers try to make the most out of what they're given to work with, but yeah, it's nice ambient entertainment so if you happen to grab a burger at videopolis anyway you might as well time it to see the show it's nice entertainment on the side again classic disneyland paris style with some characters speaking in english and others in french so everyone gets a slice of the cake i guess yeah. <laughs> niels did you get to check out any of the christmas no, shows well, or no yeah i saw some of it on youtube and uh, <laughs> i think that that funny snowy winter show is just a nice touch to make this well, quite not cozy <laughs> production courtyard area, a bit more festive. And it's nice that you have the opportunity to meet the characters afterwards. Just nice. And, and indeed, um, I wouldn't wait uh, for hours for it or same for the Let's Sing Christmas no. show. But yeah, it's a nice addition for this season. And um, I can imagine that especially when the crowds are high on the rides and when the weather is bad, it's really nice to have well, a Let's Sing Christmas show. Cozy, inside. <laughs> you can even grab a burger from the Hyperion Cafe. Yeah, and, totally. Um, <laughs> and eat it while watching the show. So, uh, yeah, that's, I think, uh, good entertainment and uh, good for capacity reasons as well. Yeah. But I'm not completely impressed by what I've saw. No. I mean, it's really simple. And I think we've seen this before, something like this. Yeah. We don't have Mickey's uh, Big Band this year, which was a more stylish show in the Animagique Theater in the studios. That's true, yeah. I guess they used yeah. up all their show budget on bringing The Lion King during the Christmas season. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe uh, the new uh, Christmas parade with all those dancers. And uh, That's yeah. true. Yeah. I mean, at least we can say we've got a show offering this year, which is cool. And I'm kind of happy that they moved the Lion King over to December as well, yep. just because there's a different demographic that visits that time of year. So it's cool that yep. everybody gets to check yep. it out. And as now Small World is closed, so we have uh, the Lion King uh, show. Yeah. <laughs> so at least there's that capacity. another capacity uh, eater. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on over in Disney Village, Niels? Yeah, lastly, we have Disney Village. As mentioned before, there are several bars and restaurants that offer the Christmas food and beverage specials also in Disney Village. The non-Disney operated ones might offer their own seasonal delights, but uh, there's more to do in Disney Village. The whole 
places decorated and Disney Village Radio plays a lot of Christmas music. That's true. So that's uh, getting you into the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> the food kiosks that are basically always there now look like little Christmas houses. So cute. Some also sell winter specialties like uh, glue wine. So um, yeah, you can already smell that. And well, I don't drink the glue wine, but <laughs> smelling the glue wine already brings me a bit in the winter Christmas <laughs> season feel. When the parks close and Disney Village gets busier, the Christmas market feeling definitely kicks in. I don't think there's special Christmas entertainment this year, but they added at least a nice Christmas photo wall uh, with a sled in front of it in the back of Disney Village close to uh, Earl of Sandwich. So, uh, yeah, at least there's something new this yeah. year. Other than that, it's uh, basically what you could expect from the last couple of years. Yeah, just real quick for our listeners. I wanted to mention that Niels very correctly used the term Glühwein just for English speakers. It's called ah. mold wine. Yeah. So it's a hot, sweet, cinnamony Christmas wine. Exactly. Exactly. It's very popular here in Germany around the Christmas and the holiday season and also some other European countries. So it's a nice alcoholic drink to have if you like sweet wine and you're cold and it's just something to heat you up while you're standing outside by the little Christmas hut and drinking your wine when having some fun with your friends. So it's very traditional. There's also an alcohol-free version yep. that's called Kinder Punch. Okay. Basically tastes the same. It's just grape juice. <laughs> yeah, Kids Punch. It's just uh, grape juice instead of the wine, but it's the same spices with cinnamon personally i hate it yeah, okay. <laughs> i think it's super gross but i think <laughs> okay. it smells really nice and christmasy so i uh side with you on that and Niels, i'll yeah. stick to my hot chocolate thank yeah. you very much <laughs> <laughs> nice shot. so yeah i mean overall it's a really excellent christmas season this year snacks food as always could use some improvements but you know at least the table service restaurants are offering something the decorations are gorgeous the weather is playing along so hopefully we'll get even more snow as the 24th of december approaches yeah, I mean, what a wonderful time to visit Disneyland Paris, honestly. I think wintertime is a great time to visit the parks. Usually, especially in January, February, it's not so crowded, but of course you don't get the decorations. But if you do visit in December, you do get the decorations. You're also going to get a lot of folks at the parks, which might be surprising to international visitors to know that the parks are really, really full, even though it's super, super cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, definitely one of the most magical times of the year to visit Disneyland Paris. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And maybe some nice facts to close this episode. Oh yeah, please. There's four miles of garland in the two parks and uh, on the Christmas trees, a total of 11,604 Christmas ornaments uh, that decorate the whole resort wow 78 real christmas trees Ooh. and of course that uh, majestic 78 feet high tree in town square so i'm not sure if they match that uh, <laughs> on purpose eh? the 78 <laughs> real christmas trees and the 78 feet high tree in town square but uh, that one also weights 24 tons and it's decorated with more than 1,000 objects. So uh, yeah, that's quite impressive. And more than 37,000 flowers were planted over four days by the Disneyland Paris gardeners. So wow. uh, yeah, that's uh, a lot of work that uh, went into those uh, decorations. Most definitely. That's really, really cool. Now, before we go, we did want to thank some of our patrons and you can also get in a shout out at the Newport Bay Club tier on patreon.com slash So thank you to Simon, Anna from IDLP Life, Jen, Jerry, Josh, and Tulips. <laughs> thank you so much, everyone. You guys, be sure to follow Air Magique on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for more neat Disneyland Paris content. And Niels, where can people find you? People can find me uh, on uh, Instagram mainly. Uh, that's uh, at Capturing Disney Parks. And uh, for 
all my other activities, uh, please visit my website, capturingdisneyparks.com. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, if you enjoyed the show, we'd love to get a rating or review from you guys. It helps uh, new folks discover the show. Yeah, check out our website, airmagique.net. It's uh, still a fresh baby website, but um, <laughs> we're trying to post stuff regularly. We're also posting some news items that we discuss on the show later on, as well as full transcripts of the episode a few days after it premieres. This is our last show for 2020 so we're closing off this yes. year on a really 2021, fun 2021 eric <laughs> yes that's true <laughs> i don't even know what year it is anymore the pandemic's got me all messed up <laughs> we're done with this year <laughs> i'm so done i'm so done i'm ready for 2022 i'm looking forward to the 30th anniversary next year lots of cool things coming up the new marvel campus will be opening up that's something oh, really yes. cool to look forward to can't wait to ride that new iron man roller coaster yeah you guys have some wonderful holidays stay safe and in germany we say a guter rutsch into the next year which means have a good slide into the next year ah, nice. yeah. <laughs> and uh, is there a dutch saying for that as well um we just say gelukkig uh, nieuwjaar which is uh, like uh, happy new year happy new year nice i'm not sure if there's something uh, like uh, <laughs> like uh, well the german saying but uh, happy new year happy new year y'all <laughs> happy holidays and merry christmas talk to you next year merry christmas bye 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 quick story here my husband got me these gorgeous high resolution concept art prints at the disney art gallery for christmas and we bought them before we had our annual passes so no discount which is Ooh. a major <laughs> bummer since i'm getting the prints as a christmas present i haven't yet been able to check out the quality myself but i'll keep you guys posted on that <laughs> but i did want to mention that these prints are on demand so they are produced by this company in the uk called the buzz consultancy which is great for uk guests and sucks for everyone else so <laughs> So the way it works is you select your desired prints on this touchscreen from the early 2000s and then head to the register with a printed out sheet of paper to pay for them. And they get produced and sent directly to your home, which, you know, easy enough, right? Wrong. Brexit, girl. Oh, Brexit. I had to pay a, a load of import fees once they got to Germany, which is a super unpleasant surprise. Yeah. And since no one at the art gallery mentioned anything about them being produced outside of the EU, I, yeah, I just assumed they would be produced, you know, in France, yeah. but no. Oh, oh that's <laughs> a good tip indeed. Yeah. Now that was just a short preview of the full-length Patreon exclusive bonus episode. You can get access to the entire back catalog of episodes, including the Discoveryland deep dive, stage shows of Disneyland Paris, Disneyland Paris trivia, and so much more. You also get two episodes per month instead of just one. That's twice the Air Magique, and it all starts at just two euro. Now on patreon.com slash Thank you for your support. <laughs> See you there.